Follow the yellow brick road. 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 Hello and welcome to Basingstoke Baptist Church Online. It's great to have you here this uh, Sunday for our online service. And uh, I'm out walking today. Well, the bottom line is that uh, I like to prayer walk around the area and I thought this would be a good day to take you with me on my meander as I pray for the community which God has set us as a church to impact and to share the good news of Jesus. So we're out walking around uh, Brighton Hill and uh, I want to just carry on the series. The, 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 the situation that we are in is we've started to look at how we can get closer to Jesus. Is there uh, something that we can do to move into a deeper place of intimacy with him? And um, what we found in scripture so far is absolutely yes there is so wh where are we at we are at um, point three i suppose of the journey we started off by saying that there was a group of people called the crowd and uh, the crowd were um, i suppose were attracted to jesus because of the things that he was saying and the things that he was doing so it was about listening and watching, it was observing. So then the crowd moves and it's, it's a, a change of tact really because the focus then happens, has to be, I suppose, is that if you're gonna move closer, you've gotta make a greater commitment. And it seems that there were 5,000 plus people who decided that they would make a greater commitment to Jesus by putting themselves out. They did, and so we talked about last week, they put themselves out, they made sure that they uh, made themselves available, and in making themselves available, they put themselves in a place where they ran out of their own personal resources. So we have 5,000 people plus, well, it talks about as 5,000 men plus uh, women and children who find themselves listening, uh, watching, what Jesus is doing but then they go that little bit further because the next part of it is that they are drawn to the Jesus who meets their needs because the scriptures talk about the fact that he healed their sick and and of course he fed them so it, it was very much a case here that Jesus becomes attractive and then there is this desire to spend more time with him and allow him to start meeting people's needs. And then we come to the third group of people that I want to focus on here today. And the third group of people are, as Luke describes, the 72. So, so now we're talking about coming down in numbers, but when it comes to the 72, what you find is that people are willing to start to change their life 
we are dedicating ourselves to Jesus we are starting to do what he says we are becoming followers not not just um, followers in the in the Twitter or the uh, Facebook sense that you just get a thumbs up every now and then and and um, but followers in in the sense that that um, we want to be about the same business as Jesus is about and that's what happens with the 72 I mean I, I don't know what the situation is with you but um, I get frustrated when people don't follow properly I, I mean this just might be my situation and, and where I'm coming from but when I walk into a shop and the notices outside the shop say follow the arrows when people don't follow the arrows I find that extremely challenging um, not challenging enough to confront the individuals because that's not my job but if we're told to follow follow the arrows then that is surely what we should be doing I also remember there was a, a holiday that we had as a family and uh, we went down to Devon and uh, whilst we were down in Devon it was um, I had the white car that we had at the time and um, Carol's parents were uh, with us in their car and we were going on a day trip we were heading out somewhere and um, I just said to, to Carol's daughter I know where I'm going so just just follow me and uh, all the time that I'm, I, I'm the leader, I'm always looking in the back mirror, in the, in the, in the rear view mirror, just to see, are, are they still following me? And uh, there came a point where um, Carol's father had got maybe two or three cars behind me um, due to roundabouts and him being held up. But I could still see him in the rear view mirror. Then I come to another roundabout and we went straight across the roundabout. and. Uh, and I'm watching the rear view mirror and I'm noticing that he turns left at the roundabout. Oh, I think, oh my word. So I turned to Karen and said, I think your dad's taken uh, a different route to us. We went up the road a little bit further and then we stopped and, and, and then we waited. And after a little while, Carol's dad caught up with us. The interesting thing is though, that um, when we're discussing it, he's, he said, but the car in front of us was a white car. And he said, I, I was just following that car and I didn't realise it wasn't you. And I think about that in, with regard to um, being a follower of Christ. Because it's the Apostle Paul in the book of Galatians and chapter 5, verse 25, he, he, he talks about the fact that we are um, uh, led by the Spirit. And therefore, if we are led by the Spirit, we are to keep in step with the Spirit. And if we are followers of Jesus, we are to follow him. We, we don't go ahead of him. We don't lag behind him. We make sure that we are following him. The, the, you know, he's in our eyesight that we're walking in his footsteps, as it were. And uh, I suppose as a, a Christian of, of 30 odd years now, I, I've come to realize that um, the church aren't very good at following. We talk about discipleship. I think I think the, the the call upon us really is that we would be better at followership, that we would get this following sorted out. Um, because what happens is we end up doing our own thing and we interpret things the way that would suit us and and uh, be most comfortable, I suppose, to us. But actually, the reality is that's 
not what we're called to do. We're called to follow. We're called to keep in step with Holy Spirit and make sure that we um, are allowing Jesus to shine through us. And the interesting thing, like with the illustration of, of my father-in-law and, and him following another white car, that I suppose there's a, a lot of similarities to Jesus. We can, we can do certain things that look like we're following Jesus, but actually we're not. This COVID time, I think, is a, is a time that has, has probably brought us to that point of realising what does walking with Jesus really look like? What are the bare necessities? What are the, uh, uh, the absolutes that are, are non-negotiable? We can't meet on a Sunday at the moment as we used to meet. Um, meetings midweek are also uh, not acceptable. So what does it mean to be a follower of Christ in the midst of an uh, international pandemic? Well, we press in we walk closely with Jesus. We ensure that our times of intimacy with him are not in any way derailed. We spend time in prayer. We spend time in God's word. We ensure that fellowship, connection with other people is maintained through the mediums that we've got. We can drop a note. We can make a phone call. And of course, as lockdown has eased a little bit, we can still connect with a group of a few. Being a follower of Christ, that's what we're looking at today. And we're looking at the 70. So we find in the scripture that we had read for us from uh, Luke chapter 9, what Jesus does is he starts to redefine what following actually means. We have um, one person coming along and saying, um, Jesus, I'll follow you wherever you go. You know, I'm committed. I'm with you. And Jesus' response is that, that um, you know, fox has a den, a, a bird has a nest, uh, but the Son of Man has, has nowhere to lay his head. And, and there's that desire coming through as Jesus drawing the disciples to himself and saying, your home is going to be a different home where you call home at this moment in time is is not where home ultimately is for you so you'll follow me but we're on the move there's somebody else then responding to the follow me call that Jesus brings um says uh yeah just I'm up for it um I'll follow you but um I, at first I've got to go and bury my father and uh, Jesus's response I, comes across as quite harsh. He says, you know, let the dead bury the dead, but you come and follow me. And in one sense, we don't know how unwell this person's or the disciples' father was. We don't know whether his, his passing was imminent. But Jesus just says, look, for those of you who are starting this journey uh, and commitment to follow me, that there's got to be a change in your priorities. It's, it's not about, about the earthly stuff. We're now moving into something where kingdom is our priority. So let the dead bury the dead. You're alive and you're being called to proclaim the kingdom. 
that's got to be your priority. My goodness, my home is going to change. Uh, my priority, who's m number one in my life. Um, I've got to choose a new heavenly father, a heavenly father, not just a father. And then there's the, the third, whose response to the follow me is, um, yeah, okay, but I, I need first of all to go back and um, just tell my family uh, where I am, what I'm doing, you know. And it would seem quite a natural and normal thing to do, to inform people that you, you're now following the rabbi Jesus. But Jesus' response is, um, nobody who puts their hand to their plough looks back. And I, I remember this, I, I, I can remember this, as a, um, when I was working as a uh, labourer on a farm, I had to plough fields. And the key thing was that your first furrow across the field and in the first furrow, that's where you line up everything for every furrow that follows. And Morris, the tractor driver, was teaching me. And we walked across this field, and I'm thinking, we've got tractors here, why am I walking? We walked across this field and we had this um, stick with a white tissue, well, it's like a, a handkerchief tied around the top. and. When we got to the other side of the field, just on the edge of the hedge line, he drove this stick, this stake into the ground. And he says, you can see that, Dave, can't you? I said, yeah, I can see that. He says, right, let's walk back to the tractors. And as we walked back, every now and then, he would say to me, Dave, can you see the stick? And I turned around and I looked and said, yeah, that's right, I can see it. Went back to the vehicles. He said, right, what we're gonna do is we're gonna drop the plow into the ground and we're gonna roll across the field, drive across the field and uh, plough the first furrow but what I want you to do is not look at the plough behind you and what it's doing but I want you to keep your eye on that stick with the white handkerchief tied around the top and as I started across the field I'm concerned about what's happening behind me we'd set the plough up perfectly but as we started to drive across the field all I did was look directly at this stake in the distance with the white hanky on top. And when I reached the other side, I stopped, lifted the plow out of the ground, and as I turned and looked behind me, the line of plowing was absolutely dead straight. Don't look back. If you start to look back, you start to wobble and you weave. You're making a commitment. This is what Jesus is saying. And if you're following me, then allow your focus to stay totally on me and then we'll walk straight i mean some of jesus's comments seem extremely harsh but i would believe that this is the point where he is whittling out those who are going to be committed and those who are not and there's a process that he is taking us as disciples on it starts off by us thinking that we're working for God. I'm going to do something for the Lord here. But actually the reality is that he is working in you and in me. And as we move into the realms of the 70 or the 72, what we find is God is saying, I'm giving you opportunity to transform 
your lives and as your lives are transformed you will transform the lives of those around you it's not about us going and doing stuff for God it's allowing God to do stuff in us that will impact the world around us so Jesus invites us to follow him so following is a big part of what it means to be a disciple you see when Jesus sent out the 72 or the 70 he showed us that uh, he wanted and continues to want more than uh, constituents or consumers or or uh, club members he's saying I want co-workers those who are going to work with me to bring about the transformation in the community when he said the words follow me what he was saying is follow me not some uh, theory or concept but me as a person do the things that I do and for us the great challenge isn't it is that have we allowed the fact that we are followers of Christ to impact our lives you see I, I don't know if you ever remember that um, old uh, uh, poster I remember seeing it on a, a youth group um, wall in a church and it, and it said something along the lines of um, if you were arrested for being a Christian would there be enough evidence to convict you and that's hard that that is a challenge uh, has Jesus made such an impact in my life that my life has been changed is there a distinctive difference I haven't just added Jesus to whatever I was doing before but I am now changed because Christ is in me and I'm allowing him to work out through me and those statements that Jesus responded to with those at the end of uh, Luke chapter 9 are statements that we need to make sure that we've got clear in our minds what is our perspective um, where is our home who is our father and what is our destiny and am I stepping out am I stepping out today in um, allowing Christ to transform me that I might be one who transforms the world around me we started this uh, message with a, a clip from the Wizard of Oz when following meant that you dance down a yellow brick road and there's the thought of uh, social media what does it mean to be a follower uh, a follower in Twitter or in Facebook or, or whatever means that I click a thumbs up and I'm following or uh, I, I've connected in some way digitally and those are two different ways of following and they're nothing like what it means to follow Jesus see a follower of Christ is somebody who follows Christ we do the things that Christ has called us commissioned us to do and it will look like him so when we assess where we are and what we're doing does it look anything like Jesus there's that beautiful verse in um, the second letter to the Corinthians Paul says this doesn't he, he says that uh, if anybody is in Christ he is a new creation the old is gone and the new has come 
or as uh, I've heard it said before in the past, you know, if you is what you was, then you ain't. The fact that we've come into a relationship with Christ means that we are different. And because we are different, we carry the message of Jesus into the world and we share the good news. This is exactly what Jesus is telling those who are the 72 to do. He sends them out in Luke chapter 10 and he says, go, go into the world. You know, the, 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 uh, the, the harvest is plentiful, the workers are few and go, go and proclaim the good news. And, you know, when you are welcomed into a house, when you walk into that place, uh, receive the peace and leave peace, uh, speak peace over that household, heal the sick and tell those who are listening that the kingdom of God is at hand. This is what we call to do. This is how I spend a bit of time every week. I walk these streets around Brighton Hill and I proclaim peace and I speak that the kingdom of God will come powerfully amongst this community and that the people here would know, even in the midst of this pandemic, what it is to have the peace of Christ. You're carrying that. If you've moved from the crowd where you watched and where you listened, if you've moved through the 5,000 where you have uh, had your needs met, then you move into the 72, which says, I'm now going to be a participator. I'm going to be part of what God's doing right here, right now, in those lives that God allows me to impact with the good news of Jesus. May that be your experience this coming week. In Jesus' name, God bless.